There's you have no to be in wifey thing. mode in order There's to no be thing. wifey chose. There's no what the fuck? <laughs> There's no such thing. So so a person who is not confident in herself, they can't go and enjoy and love no, her. No, no, no. Yeah. Why should she be sitting at home, read her, read her Bible, holding her little rosary beads, counting, <laughs> waiting on the moment for God to drop this Negro out the sky? Like what? If I if it's a chance encounter, I'm open to chance encounters. I open, I'm open to meet new people everywhere I go. Am I just somewhere like totally trashed and wasted and on and on demon time? No, I'm not. Sometimes I'm just going to enjoy the city, enjoy the food, enjoy maybe the brunch or something like that. So no, that doesn't mean that I. Oh my gosh, I'm over here turning up and my ass is always in the air. No, I'm a grown woman with grown children. Do I know how to have a good time? Absolutely. Does it always involve parking? No, it does. I'm a woman of substance with multiple degrees and certifications. <laughs> I'm saying that I should be able to travel and enjoy my life while I'm living it. And if I happen to meet someone who wants to enjoy, enjoy life with me, I'm smart enough to recognize that. It's not like You're not um, in wifey mode. You're not in There's no such thing. There is no such thing. They is cool. They is cool. Um, I'm your host, Black Paco. Once again, this is Nuts and Guts podcast. And um, the, you know, I've we we recorded before. Uh, who you are? Where you from? Or thing. Um. So, um, I go by D, and okay. I actually live in Ohio, not too far from Cleveland. I'm actually a Columbus girl. Um, though not born and raised there, I was I'm originally from Arkansas, so okay. kind of done a lot of traveling, but this is where I, I planted my roots, so I've been here for a little while. How you like it here? Um, it's cool as far as opportunity and advancement. The winters suck, though. Like, it's just awful. Like, I can't, you know. Yeah. Uh. Now and 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 you you was born and raised in Arkansas. Which part? Um, that is very identifiable. But like uh, maybe like thirty minutes outside of Memphis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not too far, you know, from that. This <laughs> <laughs> I've I, listen. I've been to where you from, and I've been to Memphis as well. So. Um, I do, I do know it's a, it's beautiful towns all around, mm-hmm. beautiful towns all around. Now, how was it growing up there? Oh, it was too damn quiet. <laughs> it was, um, it was, it, it didn't give you the feel that like, it was a small place, but it was, it was way too small for uh, I would say thoughts, dreams, hopes, and ambitions. There are some people who love, love, love being in a small space, but I it's just not for me. Yeah, I can't. You just yeah. felt like it was like no advancement there, or or what? Oh, most definitely. I mm. felt like um, it was a little bit. Let's see, it was maybe like four street lights. 
Okay. <laughs> wow. So me, it just yeah, it was just like okay, a little a little more, a little something more. Not Got much, you. but. <laughs> mm. Um. Now, I didn't grow up in a small city. You know, um, do uh, how how was like family life in those type of small cities? Is it is it like how was club life like? Explain that to people that may just come from big cities, you know, and don't understand, you know, the liquor stores not being open on Sunday, you know, or <laughs> you know what I mean, like the liquor club. Or the liquor yes. store closed on like at like five o'clock Saturday, and then you gotta go holler at the bootleg man. You hit it right, hit the nail right on the head. So like maybe one club or two, and yeah, everything closes. Everybody know everybody business. It was just like a, the the picture perfect crab in the bucket place that's what it was so like you being from a larger city it's a lot easier for you to move around whatever case may be you know you can maybe this side of town this week or that side of town another it's it's just everybody is in the same exact place at the same exact time and you get tired of seeing the same two three hundred people so it's just, yeah, that was just never a place that I could call. I mean, it's home, but it's not a place that I felt at home. Right. Do you, uh, do people like family or friends feel like you, uh, you laugh and now you feel, they feel like you feel better than them? Do you get that? I hope not. Um, I don't go home much. I okay. definitely, I, there's a lot of family and a lot of, a lot of family there. I'll say that a lot of family. Um, but personally for me, once those pivotal, pivotal people that I just, you know, I was so close to, once they either passed on and or moved there, there was less of a reason for me to go back. So. Mm. Got you. Um, I don't know if it's a, oh, she made it out. She don't talk to anybody mentality because I still go home for like like funerals or if I'm invited to an event or something or going to celebrate with like family or brother or something like that and I'll still go but like honestly it's depressing why and I say that because the place <laughs> that I I grew up um to see it now with so many things missing or so many things shut down it's not a thriving it, it was, I mean, it was a town by any stretch of the imagination, but it's even less than that now. Like, a lot of stores and things like that have closed. It's just not a place that's a good place to be when you right. think about memories. So, for well, me, I'd just you. rather not. I, um, one of our uh, mutual friends, <laughs> I, um, I want to, me and him talk often about going back and rebuilding that place. Um, I'm a licensed contractor in Tennessee and in Ohio. And so uh-huh. And so I that's my 
my one of my goals in the next ten years is to go back there and build some bars, some restaurants, and maybe even host a smoke free weekend down there. And I, I want to bring some real live energy into that space, you know. So I know exactly what you mean. I know it's a lot of small cities. It's a, it's Bible Belt. It's it's um drug infested. Is you know not in a negative way as positive I can be about you know people being on drugs, but I'm not saying it to be negative. Um, but it's it's. I know the value in those small cities and for you to bring a large event with some with some some singers and and rappers or some type of entertainers they going to love it because they often get so overlooked you know with opportunities and 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 a lot of concerts and a lot of stuff don't come to those small cities oh. so you know, so that's what I'm looking forward to. So D, um, uh, well, that's what I'm looking forward to, and that's what I'm working on in the near future. Um, and you more than welcome to be a part of it in any way, shape, or form. And if you have any dope ideas, I would love to take those as well. You know, but absolutely. Sure. So my question is... Do you have a question for me? Yeah, absolutely. When you were there, what feel did you get being that you were from a larger, a much, much larger city to see a place like that? Because I, I'm sure if you went there, there was a lot less than what your mutual friend and I grew up with. And I'm sure he told you and expressed that to you of the things that were there that are not or are no longer there. Yeah. Well, it was it it, it was country life. <laughs> you know. Exactly. And uh kind of you know laid back life. You know. So I but I enjoyed myself though. I, I'm not the average you know type of person where it's just like oh like Ain't nothing to do here. Like, I always find stuff to do. Whether it could just be fucking with people. Like, like it was a guy that was like, he had a dolly. I'm like, yo, where? And, and I'm thinking like he off a Budweiser truck. And we at the gas station. It's a Saturday. And the dude had like eight cases of beer on a dolly. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, yo, like, like where's... Like I'm looking for the Bud Light truck, you know what I'm saying? The Bud Budweiser, give me something. And I'm like, yo, where's he going? And and dude was just taking this these eight cases of beer and putting them in the back of a pickup truck. And he was like, yo, that's the bootleg dude. Like so, he was like the liquor store. So it was an educational moment for me. Like it wasn't like I was looking down on him or nothing. I'm like, yo, this oh this how they hustle. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, like, well, hey, y'all don't want to open up the liquor store on Sunday. Somebody got to sell these niggas booze just to keep some peace around the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure we all good by Monday. (laughs) For sure. For sure. And I I wasn't mad at that. 
I really enjoyed that. Um, to 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 touch on uh, the small city type mentality, there's a lot of people that leave Cleveland and be like, I'm doing so much better in Atlanta. I'm doing so much better mm-hmm. in California. And and that could be very true. A lot of times when you move uh, a lot different places and you don't know nobody really, your focus is better. So most definitely. You know what I mean? You're like your focus, you don't know people, people can't pull you left or right. You know what you gotta do for your job or for if you're in school you know, for your career or whatever. So your focus is a lot better and it's a lot different. So I don't necessarily think that, um, I don't think it's the city where you came up in. I think it's the discipline that you lack, you know, mm. and, 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 and I'm speaking, I'm speaking for myself because no matter where right. you go, no matter where you go in the world, D, you got to work hard. It's not like you. It's not, go ahead. What was you about to say? And I agree. I agree. But I have a different opinion. But I'm gonna let you finish yours. Go ahead. No, no. What what I'm saying is, listen, I I will have to find the same type of work ethic no matter where I'm at in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mindsets may be different. You know, mindsets. You may see more luxury vehicles, may see people with bigger houses, maybe doing big things, but they still had to work hard. So we can't never forget the grind and, and the sacrifice that you have to make in order to get the things that you want in life. And I don't think that's like restricted in any, like the, that, that mentality isn't restricted in anywhere you live. Mm-hmm. So yo, uh, what what's your what's your thoughts on that? I agree in some situations that that may be the case. That person may be heavily affected by their environment, by grew up with that may be making poor decisions, and they may not know how to, you know, move around and start, you know, without seeming a certain way. But honestly. There are some places that just don't have much to offer. And, I, and, and when I say that, I mean specifically based on where I came from because I don't think grit, grind, or dedication was ever my or many of some of the people that I know that left and never really came back with you. It's just that they it to be in a space where they can thrive and that place just did not offer that ability in or advantage. The opportunities were not there. And not only that, I speak to say that I moved away and I I, I, I have my master's degree, but I received my master's degree after I came to the Ohio State. I'm going to shout them out. Say the shit. Anyway, but my point is <laughs> So you went to Ohio State. You know, Yes, I did. I received my master's there yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's dope. Well, my undergrad was definitely in Tennessee. However, what I'm I'm saying that to say this, like the place that I grew up, that very small town mentality, it just did not offer. It had nothing to offer someone who was trying to 
grow and thrive. It just didn't. I didn't actually get a lot of the certifications that I did and all of the traveling that I do with regard to my work and my upper mobility of my career until I moved to Ohio. And I used to live in Memphis before that. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't there. And I lived in I lived in Little Rock before that. And it just wasn't there. And it's not like I didn't, I, and I didn't know anyone really in any of these environments. I was able to get into the doors. I was one of the only, I, I hate that term, but it's true. The point is, is that even if you are one of the only, there are certain things they just will not allow you to do in certain areas. Mm. And I came to Ohio and I think I was here for a matter of months and I received what was called a lateral promotion, promotion, but I was able to get five additional certifications, which were, which are basically like five different almost degrees because that's how much they're worth at that particular area and or organization. So it's just like some places just do not allow for certain things. And I don't want to get into that old good old boy type system, but you know, it still exists and it's still around. No, I I totally agree with you. Um, Even like with my certifications, when I was talking to like, uh, the Tennessee Commerce of, uh, you know, the the board and everything. Uh, it was just real laid back. You know, I had to, you know, kind of stay on them to, so they can send me my license for Tennessee. Like, so it was like, I get it, like the whole laid back mentality, you know. And that's good to hear too, though, because I never heard it from your perspective, though. And I want, I and then that kind of always hear from the big city, like the big city, yo, we better than y'all, or they doing more than y'all there, and that and that could be necessarily true, you know. Um, but I I always hear from that angle, not from the angle of the small city, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, D, are you married? I am not married. Okay. Um, <laughs> Oh, you, you know this. This a transition that you know. What? What? Um, where do you think your husband? Where do you think he is? Do Do you think he's in? Do you think he's in Arkansas? Do you think, I think he's, he's a box of Godiva chocolate? You said what? <laughs> I said I think he's a box of Godiva chocolate. <laughs> really? I, I'm joking. <laughs> I explain that. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm, okay. No, honestly, this is where I feel. This is what I feel. I have already been married once. I am not currently married. I am. A woman who is, I wouldn't say of a certain age, I am, I will, I will have no problem saying my age. I am 39. So I am at the point where I am, I am a to men who are a lot older and a lot younger. The problem with that is, is that sometimes I just get caught in the space of, I am enjoying my life and I just want to have fun. And then occasionally it's rare that it creeps up on me like, okay, maybe, just maybe, you should look to things to settle down. 
But just like most men that are my age, a lot of them are like, I am enjoying my life and I want to have fun. I can still pull the older cougars or I can date the younger women. And honestly, men shoot shots a lot more than women do. So therefore, Mm. I enjoy my freedom. I enjoy coming and going as I please without having to answer to anyone. If I get up one day and and Ohio is really dreary and I want to take a trip to somewhere that's nice and sunny, I'm going to book a flight and go. And of course, that comes with your career and that comes with accomplishing, accomplishing quite a bit. But the point is, is that I've, I'm finally in a place where I can just get up and go and just be free. And I'm enjoying that for myself. And I think I should have that because I've been very young. I have had children. They are grown now. So for me, I'm like, okay, do what makes you happy. And what, it, what is that in that moment? No, no, I feel that. Like so, I listen. This is and this is my experience, and and I understand women. Women may have been left with the children. Women may mm-hmm. have, you know, and so, a lot of things, like you said, like you had a kid at twenty, kid grown now, so you know, so it's like. You know, now it's about you and living your life. But at the end of the day, it's like we only got so much time left on this earth. You know, it was something circulating online about like 35 really being like middle age because like the life expectancy is like 60 or 70 years old. 72, I think, right now. Yeah. So the point I'm trying to make is, is like, do do you want to die alone? Are you cool with dying alone? And Mm. no, but but first, though, I want to know where your husband at. Like, do you think he's, do you think you're going to marry somebody up north? And do you think, or, or would you rather marry somebody down south? Oh, that's a great question. So I'm going to say this. I absolutely love Midwest women. I am not going to hate on you. I have a friend that definitely said that they hate Cleveland and words. I ain't even going to, you know, she hates them. The point is that, like, I don't have a problem with you all, I love the way you, I love the way you, you think, I love your mentality, I love your hustle, I love your ambition, I love all of that. Um, I don't so much like the lack of chivalry. <laughs> Some of you may not <laughs> quite possess, um, but outside of that, I absolutely, I, I think y'all are dope. Um, as far as where I think my husband at, he's wherever God placed him. I've already been through that process once. So if that never, ever happens again, I'm okay with that. Because the, the, the truth of the matter is when, when men say that and ask that question and phrase that question to women, chances in, if we're going to speak just on life expectancy alone, there are way more women being left alone after they marry someone. Men are dying before women ever do. And that's because they have a higher stress profile. They have a higher they hire a higher level of stress in their life 
they deal with a lot more. They're subject to a lot more. So the life expectancy of women exceeds the life expectancy of men. So even if I were to get married tomorrow, there's a great chance that I may still outlive my husband, which means I'm still going to die alone. If I look at it from just, just numbers alone, because my background is nursing, if I just look at the numbers, there's a greater chance that I'm going to die alone as a woman with just my children at my bedside versus me dying and, and my husband outliving me. Mm. Facts are facts, numbers are numbers. You may get married tomorrow, but that doesn't want to leave your, your wife alone in 20, 30 years. No, that's true. But so I think I, I do my part to be very good to my kids because I think they are the determining factor of whether or not I die alone versus myself. If, because if I'm looking at numbers alone, I'll probably outlive myself. It's a possibility. I mean, I, I guess it's a good way to look at it, though. But my my whole thing is even like this. Listen, first of all, I come from some old school parents, and I'm not saying that how they raised me was always right. But I seen like true love, and I seen like true compassion, and I seen unconditional love, you know, and selfless love, you know. And so, looking for that in today's climate, it don't seem like it's possible, you know. And so, the, your your points are valid, you know, but it's like. I'm, this is a question. Is it, do you feel that way because of what's out here or what you've been running into? Like, because it's like, yo, if you're not going to be with nobody that's solid or somebody that's going to mm-hmm. hold you down, you might as well just do what the fuck you want to do. You might as well. And that's why I, I am doing exactly that. Um, I know how to be 100% committed, I know how to love on my mates i know how to match love languages i understand what you're saying when you say that you saw true and unmatched and unconditional love i get that but i am coming from i'm coming from a situation where i saw grandma and grandpa and they lived together forever ever until grandpa passed away then grandma passed away and the same thing happened with my mom she lost her husband so it's like i'm living in a situation where i see women continuously outliving their mates and their partners and they love them and they were appreciated and they revered their husbands and all of those things are great but until I can get some until I see someone that gives me the, the unconditional love and or is there for me like I've seen grandpa be there for grandmother or uh, my, my stepfather be there for my mother I think I'm smooth I, I don't feel like I should have to just be in something just to be in it. When in, when in all actuality, my mom outlived her husband. My grandmother outlived her husband. So truth be told, I think if I just have to commit to somebody just to commit to them, just to get them to treat me halfway good, I'm super good on that. I'm sorry. Mm. I don't want to commit to somebody that I can't trust or somebody that's going to make me look foolish out here. And honestly, with social media and 
all of this instant gratification that people are receiving nowadays, it's really hard for someone to find what you saw grandmother and grand grandfather having, or even what you saw your mother and your father having. Because truthfully, when you don't get the attention that you want from your mate who is working hard with you and supports you when in the trenches, it's too easy for you to find a side distraction. You can find it in like seconds. It's flat. It, it, it doesn't it doesn't pay sometimes to stick it out with somebody in, in this day and age. Because look at what we're seeing out here. You see very committed women and very committed men be attached to people who don't really serve their best purpose or, or treat them horribly. Like, what's the point in that? What is it all for? I got more married men in my DMs than I got um, men who are single. I'm just going to keep it a buck. What was it all for? Yeah. Now, you know, I, I think I think everybody, I think everybody trying to be young now. Even women and men. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, this is one of my favorite sayings. You know, it's like, how do you grow old with someone when everybody's still trying to be young? You know, right. everybody wants to kick it. Everybody want to party. Um, you know, I'm a fuck her, fuck her, then I'm a fuck her on Tuesday. You know, I don't think, you know, I don't, I don't think it's like really no rules nowhere, you know, like far as, or like no, uh, stability on either side. You know, even if you do find, all right, like I'm, I'm attracted to someone they attracted to me. Now you got, well, you're not going to tell me what to do because I've been living on my own for 20 years and, you know, I run my shit. You ain't, you ain't coming in here telling me what to do. And that's another one. That's another one. There are so many people who are enforced independence in the form of trauma and struggle that they are so used to being able to tell someone that. Now, of course, grandmother and grandfather didn't do that because regardless of what the struggle was, they were in it together. But now that grandma may be long gone, the younger women of this generation, they are able to work, they are able to provide. Grandma wasn't able to do that. So quite a bit, we got to talk, let's see what's funky. Grandpa probably stepped out. Grandpa probably had another family around the corner. But guess what? Nobody was going anywhere because Grandpa was the provider. With that being said, there are so many women who are now forced into being an absolute uh, bearer of being the strong one. I've been doing Mm. this forever. I'm strong. I'm independent. I am on my own. So when you come in and you meet someone who is a a male and someone who you probably should submit to as a woman it's because you've been on your own all this time because you've been forced into this trauma of struggle and independence and it's not always the best thing but on, on the flip side grandma didn't have a choice she had no choice but to be dependent on granddad because grandma couldn't work 
Grandma had to rear a family. So we are, we have these two parallels of like, I'm strong, I don't need you because I've been paying my bills on my own and I can do this by myself versus, okay, you are someone that I can possibly, let's try to figure this thing out. The problem is no one wants to figure anymore. Everyone either wants everything 100% ready-made and complete so you can just jump in and just slide right in and everything's perfect or get out of my face. I don't have time for this. I'm independent. Yeah, I'm, and I, I agree with everything that you just said. You know, but why can't why can't two grown people understand? Two grown black people understand that that strength in numbers. It's strength in numbers, and then you know that was by design to get the the dad out of the household. You know, I agree. It it, it, was, it was by design to say, well, look, we're gonna give you this. We're gonna we're gonna give you this assistance. We're gonna make sure you and your kids are okay, but you know, if he there, then there's too much money coming into the house, so we can't help you. So it kind of gave women an out too, though, to sound like we don't need you. And I think that kind of make make our our black families dysfunctional, like from 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 the start of that. You know, mm-hmm. from the start of that, and then and you know, I think it's trickling down into our day now. Where like even what you saying to me is just like I'm gonna lose the nigga anyway, so I have one. You know, it's like oh. our, our our whole attitudes is like we don't even need each other. You know, and it's like it's like that that uh the singer Tank, um, he said something on the on the interview and he was like, Yo, if he dropped the same type of music of of staying together like uh uh the white boy from England or whatever, you know, the stay with me song, like they wouldn't play that everywhere. Because it's more beneficial for us to hate each other. Is is more market is is more marketing marketing dollars if we hate each other versus if we talking about loving and staying together. You know, so a lot of this stuff ain't just by coincidence. It's like it's really instilled in us. It's instilled in us, like you said, like even like you were saying about the crab in the barrel mentality. That's here in Cleveland. That's here in Ohio. It may not be on a level where, where you come from, but the minute that you start doing something more than what other people are doing, you know, they start looking at you crazy. Or they start they start bringing up all your old dirt. They started start picking everything apart that you do. And it's just like, well, me personally, you can come with me if you if you want to put in the work. You know, but a lot of times people don't want to put in the work. And that's everywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. 
you gonna have to put on some work if you want some if you want more. Either you cre- either you creating or you hating. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, like like honestly, like either you creating opportunities for yourself or you create opportunities for other people, your friends, your family, other people, colleagues, random people, whatever. Or you sitting on the sideline hating. It ain't no in between. Either you are making things happen or you at at a at a miserable job talking about other folks all day long on Twitter, on Instagram, or attacking other people to make yourself feel better or, ha- or happy. You know, that's the mentality that's that's worldwide. Who do you think you are? You can't change your ways. I don't know how to change mine, but I don't like I don't like this new change I'm seeing about you. You know the easiest answer to that? What's that? You can knock all you want, but I don't live there anymore. Mm. I can't answer to who I was. I can't answer to mistakes I made. I can be apologetic. I can grow. I can learn. But if you want to continue to throw something back in my face that I did when I was 18, 19, 20, I don't live there anymore. I don't. So, I mean, a lot of people feel like they can only feel better about them themselves by making other people feel bad, but I don't live there anymore. You can't reach me there, baby. Yeah. I got a saying I've been saying too lately about, you know, if if Jesus or wh- whoever you believe in, if if they if they kept kept t- tabs on yesterday, will none of us be here? Oh. If Jesus worried about what you did yesterday, will none of us be here? Definitely would have been gone. Whether been gone or it would have been like everything that you did, like, oh well, oh, you think you're gonna get that promotion. You just you just committed adultery. Or you just had an abortion. Or you just had, you know, or you just committed fraud. Or you just robbed a bank. If everything that we've been through or bad decisions that we made yesterday, if it was still held accountable to us by Jesus, will none of us be here? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we pretty much just said the same thing. You don't live there. You don't live there no more. Uh-uh. You know, and that's okay. So, I do want to ask, you know, I, I did a little research. Well, I, no, I, don't, I won't call it research. I will call it stalking. You know, <laughs> you ready for this one? I guess I am. All right. So, so you met Derek Jackson. 
Yes, I did. Listen, were were you one of his victims? Were you, did did he hit that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alleged photo of Dan Jackson. I was in a committed relationship. I, I mean, I'm fine and all, but I am not a victim. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that's great. I thought, okay, okay. So I'm attending Women's Leadership Conference, and there were quite a few guest speakers, but one of the guest speakers was Derek Jackson. However, we had um, so many. We had Ace Metaphor. We had Derek Jackson. We had uh, Sarah Jakes Robinson. Uh, Roberts, I'm sorry. We had so many. We had Iyanla Van Zandt. We had so many speakers at that conference, like so many. Um, but it just so happened that I purchased his book. Y'all are going to talk about me because he is definitely the sent poster board dude. But I posted, I, I actually purchased his book. I think it was like $10 or something. And he was giving away photos for everyone who purchased his book. I say all that to say that is how that picture came about. My ex hated Derek Jackson. <laughs> and, and still to this day. But here's what I'm going to say about Derek. Um, don't. Hold on, real quick, real quick, D. Don't no man. Don't no man. No, no, no. No, it's not even that we don't like him, but it's like, don't no man. You shouldn't patronize women that much, though. Like, like, all right, man. Like, I get it. Like, women are beautiful. Women sacrifice their bodies to bring our children Mm -hmm. into the world. They are beautiful, beautiful all the way in and out. Yo, it's some fucked up ass women out here. True. You know what I'm saying? It's some foul ass women out here. You know what I mean? Like, let's be clear. Like, yo, I get so I don't I don't kiss women ass like that. And I don't have no problem with saying when a woman is wrong, because women don't have a problem with saying when I'm wrong or if I'm not their type of type of T, like, you know, like you not my type. I'm cool on you. You ain't nothing. You you a fuck nigga. Well, whatever. Like women don't have a problem with voicing their opinion hey, about men. Strong vocal women out there in Cleveland. They hurt your feelings, your self esteem, your thought processes. All, all of that. All of that. <laughs> all of that. You know what I mean? And so, like, I just knew he wasn't. He wasn't real just based off of that. Like men don't talk. Like men may say that corny shit in person, like, but behind closed doors, like, yo, where the bitches at? <laughs> you know what I mean? And and that's how I looked at him. Like, yo, he he got a lot of hoes. That's how I looked at him from from the first thing that he uttered when he was talking all that men should be doing this and men should man, we don't talk about each other like that. In that way, you know, so I, I kind of knew what type of person he was. Oh man! So, uh, so. he 
Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Right ask now. away. Come on. If I know he's he's super simpy, right? But some of the some of the things that he said, even though he sold y'all out like majorly, does that make it any less true? Does it make it any less valid? Like I, I'm just saying, I am not a super duper Gary Jackson supporter. However, everything he said wasn't a lie. Everything he said wasn't the truth. I mean, wasn't. Absolutely how, true. How, however, you did buy his book. But go ahead. Come on. Eddie, my point is, is that like the things that he said about men that are absolutely true. Are y'all just mad at the dude because he told the truth and he just said some things that y'all just didn't want us to know? Kind of like how everybody was pissed at Steve Harvey. Like, are y'all are y'all just mad because the man told the truth? And told us what to expect out of y'all and what not to expect and what not to give into. And I know people talk about Steve on their own accord because Steve has some things going on, whatever. But like, are y'all just mad because he gave away your blueprint? Is that what it is from a man's perspective? I just want to know. I'm listen, I'm not mad at the like. Listen, first first of all, let's be clear. It's dudes that pillow talk all day long with women. I know. And so, and right. So, so you got dudes that pillow talk. They pillow talk about other men. They pick, mm-hmm. pillow talk about other women. Or they just, mm-hmm. maybe not even like a per se type, uh, one individual. They just pillow talk and say, well, yeah, you know, yeah, he shouldn't be treating you that way. He shouldn't be doing this. Like, and, and a lot of times when it's guys that's talking like that, they trying to, they trying to fuck. You know what I mean? And and that's bottom line what it is. You know, uh, a dude, nine times out of ten, if he hating on another dude or saying some shit about another dude, he trying to get some skin in the game. And dude, the dudes that's doing that shit, they don't, they don't even know that the woman gonna choose regardless of who they want. It could be a dude at the bus stop sucking on a lollipop on a skateboard. (laughs) Listen, it could be a dude on one of them little scooters that you got to use the little app to pay on the scooter and that's the nigga that she want. He listen to her. He fuck her good. He lick it good. It don't have nothing to do with him not having a Bentley or him not having a nice car or him dressing nice, that nigga is always available for her in all shapes or forms. And she would choose that if that's what she want. She would choose that over any any dude would, you know, would, would more than, that has, a guy that has more than that. You know, so a lot of times, like, man, women gonna choose. They gonna choose regardless. Fact, that is true. You know, so I don't, I don't, I don't. Listen, what Derek Jackson was doing, he was selling books. What Derek Jackson was doing was 
putting this false hope out there or a false narrative out there for women that really doesn't exist in our community. Like, dudes don't run around talking like that. And that's how I knew his shit was going to come down hard. I did. And it was I wasn't wishing it on him. But, like, yo, that shit just wasn't real. It, so the commentary wasn't real or the situation wasn't real because some of those situations I found myself in. Come on. Tell me. Tell me so, one. Tell me so one like, or two. So, okay. So if I'll give you one for sure. Um, in general, some Cleveland guys are very rough around the edges. So that means like expression of feelings, things like that just don't happen quite often. So learning to understand that that person still cares about you or gives a damn, even though they can't enunciate it and or express it, you may have to just look between, okay, this person just looks out for you. He makes sure you're good. But as far as expressing it or giving you a compliment or pulling out your chair, that may not be his forte. That's my point. It's like that something y'all just ain't that good at. And it, it ain't, like I said, I don't have nothing against Midwest men. I absolutely love y'all. But y'all are a little rough, a little rugged. I'm just saying. So that's just an example. Let me say like, this. He was, a, he was a good dude. Like, he looked out. He made sure I was good. But, like, as far as we go with, like, compliments and or um, expression of love, that just wasn't his, that wasn't his thing. He wasn't, and he would be like, I'm not no false guy. Like, he just wasn't. So, like, to, I had to actually understand his love language and the way he perceived, the way he, for him, protection and being there for you and providing was his love language. So that's what you got. But if you're looking for roses and candy and compliments and I love you, he ain't the niggas for that. He's not. And before you ask, no, he wasn't a jail dude. He's very educated, two degrees. So I know you like to say you like jail dudes, don't you? No, no. No, we're not going to have a JPEG. We're not going to have a JPEG conversation. Oh, good JPEG. You can't give us JPEG out of me, baby. We're not going to do the JPEG conversation. But I'm all right, so boom, and 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 you gonna run into that, but then, mm-hmm. but then if you find a dude, like women be so used to dealing with dudes like that, that they find a dude that do all that, and now they think he's soft or gay, or mm-hmm. he or or he too emotional. I love it. I love no, it, and I, I I'm telling you, it, it's a shame when a dude got more. Is more more in tune with his emotional side than a woman is. Like me personally, I'm gonna tell you when I don't like something, and I don't care. I listen. I don't care what dude listening to this and want to call me soft or a sucker, or whatever. Like, yo, it's dudes out here that claim they these alpha males that can't keep a job, they can't oh, change God. a tire, they can't hey. change a battery. They can't change your brakes. They can't fill your tank up every week. Like, yo, so 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 when is when this dudes listening to this and they want to like I'm I get it all the time. 
It's like what they after in that though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I no, I'm, and I get this from women too though. Women be like, yo, like, like the soft, the softer dudes are more in tune with a woman's like needs or whatever. Like they not used to that. You know what I'm saying? They not. And so, quite naturally, what they used to, they're going to be like, well, you know, me personally, like, none of that stuff matters to me, like, with uh, people's cred- credentials. And, 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 and a lot of times, it's just ego. Like, I don't want to make myself come across as soft or vulnerable. I can't show her that I'm vulnerable. But damn, right. nigga, you, you can't shed tears at your mom's funeral? You a sucker for that? You you like that's what I'm talking about. Like, like I'm, I'm trying to I'm I just don't understand people, period. You want a hard dude, you want a dude that's gonna fight for you and and, and protect you, but then you want a guy that listen to you and wanna talk to you. So it's it's very confusing. All the way across the board. It's not. It's not. It is. Like way y'all want us to be a woman in the streets, a freak in the sheets. You want us to cook. You want us to be eloquent. You want us to be able to be presentable. You want us to be able to go to the family barbecue and the cookout. And you also want us to be in the boardroom. So I mean, like the way you guys want us to put on multiple, multiple, and you want us to and you want us to bake cookies for the kids and and and, and do school plays and do this, do that. My Man, point is the same way that we want you guys to be able to tap in and tap out the certain things. Like it doesn't, it doesn't hurt for you to be a person who is eclectic, a person who can switch it up, a person who is versatile. It, it doesn't hurt for that to be the thing. Now, honestly, I have not been in a real relationship since the end of 2020, and that is by design. I cannot say that I have, I actually, I was going through a master's program, so I wanted to finish school the rest of the whole uh, year and a half after that relationship. I just needed to focus. So I think a man would have clouded my judgment. You know, maybe I had a yeah, yeah, here or there. But the point is, is that I was expected to be all those things by that guy, which was unrealistic as shit. And by the end of it, I was just to the point where I didn't want to have kids again. I didn't want to do that all over again. I've already been doing all of these things by myself. I didn't want to run into a situation that was a potential single mom situation again. So I said no. D, can I say this? What? Listen. <laughs> I, I understand that, you know, you're doing the typical woman thing, you know, pat myself on the back, you know, I get it. You know, yeah. I listen. <laughs> I listen, let's be clear. Okay. Back to like, I want to backtrack to something that you said a few seconds ago. You mm-hmm. wanna like all the boardroom and cooking and listen, I haven't had a a, a homemade cookie or a a, a, a like a a, a, a whole <laughs> Cookie made from a woman since I was a kid. Oh my god! Oh, you know. Oh, this is this is one of those. And and I'm gonna take it another step further into all the women I ever dealt with in my life. 
Oh shit! That, nobody ever made you a cookie. You want? You want? I said, I said baking cookies for the kids. You nah, said, listen, listen, I ain't had no homemade oatmeal cookies, oatmeal raisin, chocolate chip. I ain't had no nah. from scratch. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I ain't had nothing, no cookies from scratch, <laughs> and I don't know how many years. I'm oh, talking about okay. when you had to throw the little baking soda in there with the little bacon Hershey chocolate. Like, I yeah. ain't had none of that shit. And furthermore, Ooh. every woman that I ever dealt with, and you bitches turn the headphones up. I could better. <laughs> <laughs> I could better. <laughs> I could better than all of them. Now you throwing shade at my bitch. They keep talking to you, baby. Now look at you. This is damn shame. Look Listen, what you doing, y'all. Don't cook him still. D, respectfully. <laughs> I'm saying this respectfully. These hoes put salt in everything. Salt and flavor is not the same thing. You're right. You're absolutely correct. I cannot argue that. You know they what I'm saying? And so you dumping all this salt on shit. Mother, listen. <laughs> Listen, if you're going to be the professional woman with all the degrees and and, 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 uh, and a career-driven woman, just be that and say, I can't cook. And women... You were sister for it. And listen, and women... Listen, women... Women pat themselves on the back so much. That is like you can't even tell you, you like you're like, hey man, it oh so you said I can't cook? Yes, I'm I'm saying that. <laughs> you need you need to pick up that uh that physics book or whatever book you got, like you need to keep keep doing that. And oh. let's keep making some more money so we can hire a cook. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And I don't care who got who got a, a, a personal opinion about it. Yeah, y'all can't cook. <laughs> y'all too you know busy. Y'all too busy to know how to cook. D, I don't think you can cook. Listen, I don't think you I'm can good cook. Out here. I'm good out here. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm good out here. I don't think you can cook, D. No, my roots is southern. I'm good out here. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> so you can play if you want to. <laughs> so, so back to Derek Jackson. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think women like to get their ears tickled. Oh, man. I really do. I really think a guy that's running his mouth, that's talking all the right shit in your ear, can have their way with any woman. That's not true. I think not so, true. man. Not if I, I made my mind so. up that I don't want you. Or not if I made my mind up that I want something different. So it don't matter what you say to me. If I'm in a space where you're just not on my radar, you're not there. There's nothing you can say to me to get me there. If I've already made my mind up, so you go out with this guy and you already know that he's just not your type. Or he may be your type, but it's just something that's going to block and or prevent you from going there with this guy. Regardless of what that man says, it's not happening. 
So I don't care. I am not a person who is, um, I don't, affirmations don't really do much for me because I know exactly who I am. And I know exactly what I want. I'm very pointy, type A personality. So if, if it don't matter what you say to me, if I ain't, if I ain't with it, I ain't with it. Because mm. I have choices and I have options. How many options do you have, D? Oh, here you go. My, my <laughs> All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I have choices and I have options. So, yeah, that's 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 what I will say. Okay. Because I don't like. <laughs> do I want to commit, settle down, do all that stuff? Nah. Because I just feel like I want to have fun. And I think there's going to come a time where my desire to settle down and commit is going to take over my desire to have fun. But right now, I just want to have fun. And I've done the work on myself. I through the process. And, that, and I just feel like sometimes you just get to let your hair down. And this is my season to let my hair down. And yeah. men have it too. Yeah. And and there's nothing wrong with that. And you should just you should be aware and cognizant of the season you're in. The problem is, is that when you meet somebody who's a good person for your settle down, but you're in the middle of having fun, you string this person who who wants to settle down along and you're in the midst of having fun. That's the problem. I am having fun. I tell everybody I'm having fun. They are aware of it. There is no miscommunication at all. So with that being said, there are quite a few Men, I will say, that go through the process of stringing someone along when they're in the midst of having fun. I always tell my male friends, there is a woman for you at every stage of your life. Find that woman and enjoy that part of your life. Mm. Problem being is that a lot of men find a good woman and they're like, oh, she's a good woman. She's going to be great. But you're not ready to settle down. So how about you leave her alone for now? And circle back. And, but the problem is that you don't want to let her go because you know she's a great woman. Someone's going to come along. So in the process, you take this really good girl and you ruin her because you're in the middle of having fun. Or same thing goes for women. You take this really good man and you ruin him because you want to have fun. Recognize that person for who he is. Recognize you for who you are and go forth and be happy and walk in your truth. The problem is we lie to ourselves a lot. So in, 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 in that point of us lying to ourselves, we lie to the people we with or the people we kicking with. I just want to have fun. Oh, you do too? Cool. I'm not going to be out here promising you kids, marriage. The first thing, anything that I say to anybody, I'm like, look, I'm just out here to enjoy myself and have fun. If something develops along the way, I'm a big fan of chemistry. However, I am not a stupid person when it comes to me just finding somebody that I absolutely click with and I don't want to lose. But I'm in the midst of having fun. If you feel that you want the fun to stop and you feel that our bond is great enough for that to stop, then say something. But if you don't, I'm going to continue to having fun. I'm not going to lie to you. And a lot of people live in lies. And that's how you get hurt people. For sure. And you know what? You know what, D? 
you ain't. I agree with everything you just said. No, no, no contradictions nowhere. You know, and and I and I think like a person should be honest, and then that way you're not wasting people's time. You know what I mean? Um, you know me personally. Do you? I'm I'm forty. I just turned forty one on uh, January twentieth, and so my whole thing is. It's like, is it a, is it a deadline to the fun time? And hold on, okay. is it a deadline to this this idea of fun? And and why does the fun have to stop? Why why can't you have just a, a just the amount of fun with your significant other? Like if if my girl don't have a passport and don't like to travel, then that's not the girl for me. If she don't like to let her hair down on the weekends after everybody done grinded and, and hustled and bustled all week long, like, I don't even want to deal with nobody like that. I don't care what age I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think, like, what do you determine as fun? Like, do you supposed to have your thong showing and and you supposed to be busting it open on the dance floor at 45. That to me at 45, like man, you should get you should have been had all this out your system. So you lacking something. You lacking right. something. It's it's, right. it's maturity, it's growth. Like you don't want to grow up. And, right. and the way I'm looking at it. Okay. So let's let's tackle that. Okay. And not not so, you personally. I'm no, talking. No, no, no. I'm, I'm speaking general. in general. Right, right. Yeah. So I was watching uh I was watching this is funny. I was watching uh one of Trick's podcasts today, podcast. He said that if you are still forty five as a woman and you have not at least been wiped up at least once, then you are doing this thing wrong. Now you know Trick can say some pretty wild shit. Maybe we all know. Um, but here's the thing about that. I like Trick Daddy's honesty, by the way. But yeah, but go ahead. I like like his honesty, but I feel like he just placed a scale on a woman's worth and or life. Now that part about it, I just wasn't quite feeling. Of course, me being a woman and me being an advocate, I just don't feel like that was the, the most appropriate thing to say, but you know, Trick is Trick. He's kind of wild. He has his ideals. They're pretty much out there. You can't say nothing about him because he ain't going to change them. But my point is that that level of fun is up to that person. Everybody is living their own walk of life and whatever that looks like to them. There, there are women who have, have no desire to have children, have no desire to settle down, and they're going to live this life and rock this shit out like Grinch. I'm a golden girl, and that is who they're going to be. Fine. For you, if that if that woman is you and you are honest with yourself and that is how you want to roll this thing out, do it to your 60, baby. However, whatever works for you, whatever floats your boat. Me, myself, personally, I, I know that I would be a stronger force with the right partner. So I'm not discounting partnership. I'm saying I don't have, I'm not going to sit here and wait for it. There are a lot of women who are like, God, where's my man? Where's my man? Where's my man? I'm not one of those chicks. 
I think you should enjoy your singleness. You should get to know you. You should fall in love with you. You should understand you better. Because a lot of women get into relationships and lose themselves. So I'm not a proponent for that at all. You should definitely love on you, travel, get to know you, yoga, meditation, whatever it takes, whatever floats your boat, whatever is your juice. It doesn't even matter. My point is that there is, I don't feel like there's a time limit on it because it's according to you and your life that you want to live. Life and happiness is what one or two people define, two people if you're in a relationship for themselves. If I get into a relationship with you, per se, and we decide that we like to be swingers, somebody else who comes along that's way more conventional may not like that, may not think that's cool, may not think that's safe. But if that's the life that we choose to live, that's on us. That is our definition of happiness for ourselves. It ain't got nothing to do with the people on the outside. That shit don't matter. So while Trick placed this imaginary number on every woman's head, that shit may not apply to everybody. So I, do, I love Trick. I think he cool, but I don't agree with what he said, because technically speaking, it's not your place. You ain't marrying all these women. Why you care? I mean, listen, I, I agree with you saying, mm-hmm. you know, but I understand what he's saying too, though. Like, mm-hmm. you can have a, hear me out, whether if it's right or wrong, whether what I'm about to say is going to offend some people or offend some women, like, Listen, a 50-year-old man, like, you know, at this point in my life, as a 41-year-old man, I can go date a 25-year-old if I if I if I wanted to. And I can date and I can and I can date a 55-year-old. So can we. Okay. Now I I definitely just got hit up by a 25-year-old in my head. My smile's like, baby, go (laughs) on. Now. Uh-huh. The difference, the difference between men and women. Uh-uh. The average woman wants to be married. No, I've been there. I've done that. No, I didn't say you. I said the average. Okay. So, so why are you shaking your ass? A man got to find a, a man got to find a wife in this midst of things. So how do, so how do a man pick his wife? If all he sees is what's on Instagram, like yeah, a man a man gonna have a good time with you. A man gonna he gonna court you. He gonna knock you down sexually. You know what I'm saying? Like he gonna do what he do. But when it comes to to determining who's his wife, he's gonna look over you because it's the it, that maturity isn't there. And the crazy part about that is that she said the maturity isn't there. But if you're in the same place that that woman is in and you see her and you say, I'm going to pass her over for being a wife, but you're in that space, if you're in the club and you're saying this is not a wife, neither one of you have the maturity there. That's very true. But I'm not in the club, though. D, I ain't in the club. But you said if she's shaking her ass, if she's shaking her ass, you see her shaking her ass somewhere. It may not be on the ground. You may be in the spot. The point is that you're there too. So clearly, you're in the wrong place too. I, I want to say that. Like I want to say that though. Like I can't come to a spot. Oh my god. So she yeah. can't go to the spot because okay, so you go to the spot. But if she go to the spot, she don't become white material. You ain't about to get me canceled. 
Listen, a woman can do whatever she want to do and go wherever okay. she want to go. But if she want to be chose in that eye of like, I'm looking for a husband, then mm. it's mm. all on what that man looking for. And, and if she fit into that, but I'm telling but you right now, I'm telling you right now, D, it's a mistranslation. Because the woman would be like, I can't find nobody. I can't keep nobody. It's slim pickings all the way across the board. Am I right or wrong? I don't, I, I can't subscribe to that. I can't really relate. I'm going to say that I don't feel like it's slim pickings. I just feel like everybody's in a different space and different wavelengths. And sometimes when you're on different wavelengths, you just choose to get off the ride. Like you don't have to. Right. You, right. you don't have to be. Right. So if you don't get off the ride. Yeah, but, but D, if you don't get off the ride and you really want to get off the ride, and then you fifty five years old oh. and you never got off the ride, then what? I mean, I got off the ride in my relationship. I, I can't, I can't relate. So here's the thing: I got off the ride because I didn't want to do this again. All right, so boom. So what happened? He was trying to, he was trying to control you. No, he wasn't trying to control me. He just wanted, a, he wanted kids and 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 those things. And I didn't. And I realized the older my kids got, the less I, I didn't I didn't want to I actually care for him, but I just feel like there were some fundamental things that were missing that I just wasn't going to Well was he, <sighs> he was he a good dude though? He he was a good dude. Was he faithful? I cannot confirm or deny. You you never know whether somebody's faithful. Like that's the craziest thing ever. I'm not speaking on the behalf of my spouse. I can't do it. So here's the crazy thing. Like, as a parent, we learn to never say, my kid would never. It's not just parenthood. It's not just parenthood. As a spouse, I am never going to say, my husband would never. You don't know who that person is when they are. And it's not like a trust thing. I could trust you based on your word. But there's, I never, never. You can never say what someone is never going to do. Absolutely not. So as far as I know, I never felt cheated on. Does that make, that answers the question. Because I'm not going to say, no, he never cheated. I don't know. You don't you. know. You, you cannot. Have so you cheated on him? No, I'm not. No, he never did that. We're not um, going to talk about that today? No, no, I'm saying I never did that. I never, okay. I never cheated. I felt like, I felt like my commitment to that person was on purpose. It was intentional. I woke up every day and chose him. Was there an opportunity? For sure. Did I choose that opportunity? Absolutely not. Because I felt the way I was looking at it is, how would I feel if this happened to me? So no, I never actually went there. For sure. Mm -hmm. And you know what, D? I mean, at the end of the day, as a, as a guy that's very emotional and to say how I feel about whatever I want to say how I feel about um, uh, I think that's all I want and that's all That's all a lot of women and men want just like somebody that's going to wake up every day and choose them right. and so if if he was a halfway decent guy D, it may be another 20 years before you meet somebody like him he was decent but there were fundamental differences between the two of us and I just didn't 
want to do that. I didn't want to live that life. So what what was some of the fundamental difficulties? Well, you know, what he like was it the bed? A housewife. Okay. I'm not housewife material. Not I mean, can, I, was so, so he able to thing. provide for his wife? I don't care if he could provide. I'm not going to give up my ability to obtain and or earn resources and put it in the hands of a man. That's crazy. I ain't my grandma. Mm. Now we're talking. So <laughs> I had no <laughs> desire to put all of my trust in someone to be able to provide for me. So in the event that person decides, you know what? This little house thing ain't working. I want something different. What am I going to do? I've let you provide for me for years. And that's when you get bitter people in divorces. No, I'm straight. I'm cool. I don't want to do that. And I don't, not only that, I don't want to go and have a child with someone and have to rear that child by myself because he works 12, 14 hour days. It's not my life. I don't want to do that. I don't, I did not want to give up this part of my life to do that again for something that may possibly never work. Yeah. And I know, yeah. I know I would be fundamentally unhappy being at home as a housewife with. Yeah. But you I'm, know. And I'm not I saying mean, he couldn't provide. He did. He was a good provider. I, I can't say that. He made a good amount of money. But that's that's not that's not what I wanted. And I have a right to choose what I want. No, for sure. But I will say this. And I'm, mm-hmm. listen, I'm not trying to ruffle no feathers when I say this. Uh-huh. Yep. And um I think that's when that's when the mistranslation started though. Like when stuff started to to change the you know, the dynamic of the household where the dad isn't the, the head of the household no more. You know, now the dad not there, the mom got to figure out what's best for her and the kids. And 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 that's what it is. And that's what it is now to like on on a thousand though. Like, and I'm not mad at you. I'm not saying that you're wrong or anything, but I'm saying that's what changed the family, the black family's dynamic. It was just like, I don't want to be told what to do. You're not about to run me. That's what changed it. And whether whether that's right or wrong, whether you right or wrong, like it's not for me to say, but what I'm trying to say is like the reason why so so many single family households is because of that same logic, that same thought process. I don't need you. And I don't want you to I don't want to be waiting for you with your house slippers at the door. Oh, come on, man. I'm not sure. So, no, why no, shouldn't no, we no. have to step back into the 50s? Why we just, why can't we both, like, he had every, all intents and purposes in making me a housewife. How about, there was no compromise there. So how about we step into something that doesn't require me stepping back into the 50s? So here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with both people working together in a household. I just knew that with his lifestyle and the way he worked, he would never be available. So why would I go through the process of leaving that all on him? Not to mention, I'm in school obtaining my nurse practitioner, so I'm just going to do what? I went to school for nothing? So what are my hopes? What are my dreams? What are me? It should be a two-way street. 
It should not be the woman should sacrifice everything just to make sure that the family is good. Both people should learn how to appreciate and accommodate each other. Mm-hmm. It should be two people who know how to complement each other, not just one person giving up everything that they want so another person feels satisfied. It's not, I don't need you. It's that learn me the way I learn you, and I can say, yes, we will be able to fit, or no, we won't. The person that I end up with will definitely understand that we both have our own motion and we both do our own things and we are fine with it. If that's not a thing, if that's not going to work, then I can't commit to it. I think that's just me being honest. I think, listen, once again, I agree with you. 100% of the way. I agree with you. We we living in a different time. I'm and and to the women that's listening to this or will listen to this, like hey, like I'm not saying that women should be anything uh slight of what they want to be. You know, and back to what you said earlier about like hey, at the end of the day, I want somebody to wake up and say I choose you. And I choose them. And then everything else can work out. Everything else can be can be changed or built upon because in reality, <clears throat> if if you choose a person and that person makes you happy and you want that person happy, then they're gonna support your dreams. And they're gonna make sure that you satisfy with your lifestyle and, and whatever else. Like you said, compromise. But I, like you said, a slim chance none. Like yo, it ain't a lot of people compromising nothing. I'm me, and this what you gonna get. And so that's my whole argument. I ain't talking about Mister Mister 1950. Woman supposed to be in the kitchen. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like it's been a mistranslation since that time period. Since you know. uh uh, people are being their own individuals and people getting their degrees and people uh, making sure they level up and people taking care of kids, whatever. Like, ain't nobody talking to each other. You know, it's about their own personal happiness. Nobody working together. So, so everybody just partying. D, you there? I'm sorry. So I, here's the thing. I don't think I agree with you there that there is no compromise. I agree with the dissolution of the black family and how we separated. However, I just don't feel that grandma and grandpa's way is still applicable in this day and age. The same way we adapted to the World Wide Web. Oh, go ahead. Uh huh. D, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Are you in a group chat with how many how many women? What's the most women in your group group text message? What? <laughs> it depends. There are different group text messages. Uh, but, group text. All right. Uh maybe I have one with five. There's okay. another one with like three or four. So okay. yeah, about five. Okay. Now uh-huh. do now do do you celebrate Galentine's Day? No, it's not a thing. 
Nah. I mean, like, I guess it is a thing, but I, I don't. I don't. You you got a day that was supposed to be romantic with your man, and so uh-huh. you ain't got no man no more. A man ain't buying you no flowers. So y'all created a separate entity off of Valentine's Day to say <laughs> we gonna gift yeah. each other. It's like the gayest holiday I've ever heard. Like yo, it's the gayest <laughs> shit ever. Like yo, we gonna have a day where we gonna just give each other something. <laughs> like so, we can't, okay. we can't have a a, a a Valentine's Day. A male, make one. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, bro. You like that, hey, bro. I got you some <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> hey, bro. I got you some chocolate. Your favorite, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Your I got favorite. you your favorite chocolate. <laughs> you got you some turtle. No. Like, okay, so. <laughs> the adaptation of Valentine's Day to Galentine's Day. I think I saw it. I was watching a show and they had a Galentine's Day like get together, but it was just like food and drink. So I I mean I guess it's like a play on Valentine's Day. But here's the thing. If they wanted to take it and enjoy and celebrate their singleness with it, what's wrong with that? Yeah. You like no. Let, I, I get it, but I, I think it's just, <laughs> you know, and, and listen, and I think that promotes, uh, I think that promotes people being single. I think it promotes dealing with uh-huh. the opposite sex um, uh, or avoiding dealing with the opposite sex, you know, um, and I and I think and even with those type of group of people, with with them type of group of people that have that whole, you know, we don't need a man, we could buy each other gifts and stuff like that. The minute that mm-hmm. one of them start seeing someone, then they start reflecting all those ignorant thoughts onto her and saying the things that she shouldn't settle for or the things that she shouldn't take from him and the things that you shouldn't listen to him girl and and all this and it's like all this ignorance but the minute that another one of them find love then they totally automatically understand what the other other girl is going through now but if they still single then they start attacking the girl that wants happiness that's green eye like that's um, no, no, it ain't. That, no, that's what I see. No, see, cause here's the thing. At the end of the day, I don't. I'm not a person. Definitely, within these last ten years, that discuss anything with my friends regarding relationships. I don't discuss it with my friends. I don't discuss it with my family because it's none of your business. As I said before, happiness is what two people define for themselves. If you ain't in that relationship, you ain't taking home those problems at night. It's none of your business. Keep your business to yourself. Don't ask, don't tell. I'm one of those people because I don't. The last thing that somebody is going to say is that anybody influenced me because I think for myself. There's, I actually am the person who will break up with someone, be broken up for like three or four weeks, and then I'll tell my friends, "Hey, me and this person decided to part ways." And they'll be like, "Why didn't you say nothing?" I had to process it myself because I'm one of those people who are more internal. 
So when it comes to me, I take my thoughts to myself. I deal with situations for myself. And then I make the best decision for me. I don't need outside voices and or influences. I do or don't feel about somebody. So when I say that if, a, if, a, if you have a friend and that friend is constantly giving you negative energy regarding your mate, that person is really jealous of something that they don't. That's when you start to watch those types of situations. And that's why I don't even solicit help in or ask people that type of information. Keep that shit between yourself. It ain't nobody business. Y'all have, everybody got problems. They have problems. Have problems. But I'll be damned from the person who ain't got a man. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, for sure. And I think I think you should take a I think you should um take advice from someone that's been married if you want to get married, you know, or someone that's in a long-term relationship. Like I think you should take advice from them type of people, not someone that's in a relationship and they having trouble. You know, when Ray Ray did that to me too, girl, like, nah, like, I don't want to hear about that shit. Give me a solution. You know, like, yeah, we went through that, but, you know, this is how we got out of it. We had to talk. We had to write things out. We had to do with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you ain't getting that type of advice, like, man, them ain't the people that you're supposed to be around. You know what I mean? So, D, so you 39. In 10 years, you 49. You, you, you going from 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 I'm I'm gonna quote you on this. So you still gonna be out here shaking your ass. I didn't say I was out here shaking my ass presently. I said I'm having fun. But well, that, 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 that coming that your coming. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> if that means shaking your ass, I mean, mind you, D has already been married. D already has children that are adults. I I didn't say very 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 young. So who going to wipe your ass, though? Who going to wipe your oh ass? God. I am going to be in the best shady times possible. And if you ever watch Golden Girls, you know exactly what that is. My point is that I'm good. D, if, if something comes along that makes me feel like I really want to settle in or commit to this person, I will gladly re- recognize it. Like how do you, no, but how do you recognize that and you party it? Because most of the what? time, like you, you, you just say, hold on, like you just say, you can't think when you party. Hold on, no, no, hold so on. what I could uh-huh. you just said, <laughs> if he in the club and you in the club, both of y'all on some trash. No, I said he can't judge me and say I'm not wife material. That's what I said. That's what I said. But what if what if I'm in the club and he in the club and we both like the club and that's I, what and that's our chemistry and we end up liking each other but we still but want they, to enjoy each other and have fun. So that's what I'm they, saying. You said they, that she can't be a wife if she's shaking her ass. That's what you said. I didn't say that. Y'all hear that, ladies? He said that. Listen, <laughs> I, listen. I li- shaking your ass. Like yo. I don't want to say nothing that's going to get me killed or in trouble. Listen, but I don't know if that's wifey, if that's what wifeys do. So if I if I am enjoying my life and taking trips with my boo and we enjoying life and we spend time together and we travel and 
we I take trips. Should be, and, I think you and, should be and, and I twerk and 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 then my and bend up get bent over the balcony. I I am not worthy of being a wife because I like to enjoy my mate. Mm-mm. That's not what I'm oh, saying. Don't do this. That's what you said, ladies. No, no, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I said. I'm saying I don't think the public ass shaking should be. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that should be done, getting done no more. Now, if this so when you go out for so if you and your girl are in a monogamous mm-hmm. relationship, we in a monogamous relationship. We we working towards marriage. You you go to the club and you enjoy your stuff with your fellows, and she goes to the club. She's supposed to just be the one holding all the purses and watching the drinks at the table because she in a monogamous relationship and she can't go on the floor and shake her ass. It's her ass. Nah, see, I see, I'm different though. Like I wouldn't. I don't need. First of all, I'm 41, so like I don't even. If I go into a <laughs> club and I, I got gray in my beard, like I automatically I'm the old nigga. I'm like I'm unk. Like yo, what up, Unc? And like his gray his beard looks nice, ladies. It's not. It's not like. I appreciate. It's not like the zaddies. It ain't the zaddies that they be walking around. His gray looks fine. Listen. Okay, go ahead. Do you understand (laughs) what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Uh huh. So it's like I don't get that same type of thrive. Like a like you know black women don't black women age well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's like w- w- black women can look good and dudes going to holler at them regardless if they 20 to 50. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, I got 11 more years. Ah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you a cougar, you a cougar in training. All right. So look, so, <laughs> I don't know cougar. I don't know when cougars start. I heard it was 40. Oh, no, man. Like, I particularly can't be a a cougar. There's a reason I can't cougar. Why can't you be a cougar? Because I have a 21-year-old son, so I cannot be a cougar. I can't. And a lot of women are cool. I just don't cross those boundaries because why are you in my inbox and you are five years older than my child? I cannot do it. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. But you know what? We'll probably take your young ass on over there. We can block down with one of them, but I can't. Yeah. I can't yeah. cougar. I can't. Yeah. I have a son that's that's that age range. So for me, I mentally I can't. When I was 18, I knocked down like I think she was like 40 something. I bet you did. And, and she I, was like, <laughs> she was like, I can't lift my leg up like them young girls. Don't be lifting my leg up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she gotta learn how to post. Oh, no, let me see. <laughs> well, my point. <laughs> we just got way off track here. My point. We, we was talking about whether or not that's wifey material. Listen, if I'm out with my guy and I'm shaking my thing on my guy, then I think that's, that's one still thing. Cool. That's one thing. But if and if I'm with my homegirls home and I'm still going home to my guy, why is that a problem? I'm not well, shaking it on a guy. I, if I'm hanging with my girls and we just shaking it in the club and I go home to my dude, I'm going home to my dude. For an amazing nightcap. I understand that. So this is, this is another thing. We, we don't own 
but we experience people. So no, I, 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 look, that's what you got to do. You got to take people as they are. Without judging on saying they ain't wife and material. You and Trick need to stop that. <laughs> no, I, I, but, uh, but listen, I think, I think a guy can, can say that. A, a woman, a woman can mm-hmm. say, you know, I'm filing for a divorce and I'm going to get spouse support. You know, or, you know, or, or, or she like after after the wedding, like the 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 woman, the women make the rules for real. After you marry someone, like yo, she she run the things now. But a guy that got to get on one knee and and propose to a lady and pay for the wedding, or the father pay for the wedding, or pay for the wedding, and walk down the aisle, he is saying. Mm-hmm. Whether if this woman is worthy to to carry his last name, and so you know, if that's not what he want, if that's not what he want in the mate, then that should be okay too, though. Just like mm-hmm. you said, if you want to go shake your ass with your friends, and he may look at that and say, "Nah, I ain't cool with that," because that brings a certain amount of other attention to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't like that. I don't want that as a as a wife. So what do that mean? I that mean he the one he the one that's giving the ring. I ain't trying to get married. Right. <laughs> like, so here's the thing. Like a lot of men feel that that ring is the almighty powerful. Here's the the, the long and short of it is honestly this a lot of women are choosing not to marry. They are choosing their careers. They are choosing upper mobility. They are choosing to enjoy being uninhabited, unadulterated themselves because they have choice, choices that they never would have gotten 60, 70 years ago. Right. And guess what, D? I'm not mad at that. Not to cut you off, but Uh but respectfully, women come across as that way but then at the same time want everything else that 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 type of narrative don't fit into so if you say I want to do this that's a uh he a six-figure dude and, and he got a he, he he got a big house or we gonna buy a big house he gonna buy me a big house and this that and the other like a lot of times that type of mentality don't fit into that narrative you know what I mean or I'm just having fun but that I don't I'm just having fun turned into either one ain't no dudes worth my time or I really do want to be with somebody because I'm tired of going home being lonely you know but I'm just having fun like like which one is it a lot in a lot of cases Women don't know which one it is. Like I'm, I'm having fun and enjoying myself, but I really want a man. They know. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> the crazy part, the craziest thing about all of this, there is this idea that women should be sitting at home, reading her Bible or whatever she chooses to read, and waiting for a male to fall out of the sky. If she is enjoying her singleness, 
I doubt if she really did want a mate and she's done work on herself. She's checked her attitude. She's checked her finances. She's checked her ability to submit. She's checked all of that, but she just can't. And she just hasn't bumped into, ran into, come across the right guy. That doesn't mean that she should stop living her life altogether. Like, I think there's a, a, a big, big misconception that once you get into that space and you're ready for that, you do absolutely nothing but wait for that purpose person and wait for that purpose. Absolutely not. My life is still going to be lived. Trips are still going to be taken. Brunches are still going to be had. Meditation is still going to occur. Like, like I don't understand why I should have to shut off every part of my life to wait on someone to fall out of the sky. When I'm ready, my belief is when I am truly ready and molded into whatever I'm supposed to be, when that person and I cross paths, I will be smart enough and intelligent enough and or wise enough to recognize that person once I see them. I get you, but D, it sounds like to me personally that uh-huh. that you you haven't found that person that you can be truly yourself with. That's what it all to sound like to me. Really, that's what you think. That's, I, that's what I think. That's I, 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 I think that you haven't found that dude that's gonna accept all of all of you. Uh-huh. That's interesting. I have to. I have to keep that one yeah, in my back. Yeah, I know. Are, are you listening? You I'm feel listening. me? I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you because <laughs> listen, I'm 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 put it like this, like yo, like when when my mom passed in 2015, like a lot of that uh, that ratchet side of me died. Like first of all, I'm still ratchet now. Let, let's be clear, you know, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> <laughs> But, but a lot of that stuff died in me because, like, I didn't know how much that woman meant to me. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I always was always closer with my dad. So, so I'm saying all this to say that I wanted that I wanted somebody to be at the house with me. You know, I didn't want all the outside noise and like it's only I put it like this: there is only so many sparklers I can see or signs waving in front of the section. In a minute, when you 43, 44 years old, like, niggas gonna be falling asleep in those sections. It's like, yo, look at look at old head. Like, yo, he sleep over there. Like, yo, like, I'm like, you, it, it, it should, I, to me personally, I understand everybody uh-huh. out here having fun, but it come a time, a point in a man and a woman's life where they should say, I'm more comfortable being at home, being mm-hmm. safe. Ain't nobody shooting here. And we done built our home, our backyard, to where this is our playground. This is where we party. It's a pole in the basement. If you want to go down there and, and, and jump on a pole, you can't. Like, yo, it should be that type of stuff going on when you and I agree I agree um so I guess I got what a few more months but the point that I'm trying to make is <laughs> when I <laughs> when I generally step out if not in my city it's because I'm going somewhere I'm taking a trip I love trips 
That's something that I absolutely love. I can't see myself being with a dude who is 100% homebody. Can't do it. Do you get dick problems. on these trips? Do you? Mind your business. <laughs> Damn! Yeah, I don't know, man. Because everybody, everybody always talk about dudes. Dudes going to the VR. They be getting pussy and all that. Like, what, what you be doing on these trips, D? You know what I'm I saying? Know, okay, really no, no. Really not all of them. Thank you. <laughs> 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 okay, damn. No. <laughs> well, my point is that I take trips because I have family in other states. I have people that I haven't seen in quite a time. I travel for work. So for me, mm-hmm. I don't mind. I, if I'm in a space where I'm like, oh, Columbus is really dreary. I ain't seen the sun in 10, 15 days because that shit happens up here. Um, let me go down south. Let me go here. Or let me go check on my relative down here. Or let me go a little quick trip to Miami down here. You know, like, I don't mind catching a flight. So, no, it is not the purpose of all of my trips. <laughs> nah, Thank I you. I just, I just said it was. All, all, all I'm saying is, when when do you? I I get having everybody having fun, you know. Mm-hmm. But like when you come in for the party, get old to me. It's not. Listen, maybe uh-huh. maybe, maybe I just been kicking it a long time since I was like seventeen. Yeah, when I start. I was young when I started drinking. I was young when I started going to clubs, sneaking in clubs or whatever. So, like, man, it's just like, I don't... I, I just, I'm not a I club person. I'm a lounge person. So, it's a difference. That being said, like, there's a there's a different level. I'm not a person who needs to go to be around 100 people or 500 people packed in a space. That's not my life. That's like college. Um, but... I do like a nice little lounge. I may like a little hookah spot. I mean, you know, like those types of outings, I'm cool with that. But like the club club, n- nah, that's not my life. That, that, that ain't been my life for some years. But I do like to take a trip. And I and I and when I go on the trip, I will go out because I'm not in the city that I'm normally used to. But I try to find no, more relaxed spots. No, no, no. I, I agree with that too, though, because I'm the same way. Like, I may not go to a club in my city, but if I'm, you know, somewhere out of town, out of country or something like that, yeah, I will go to a club, you know. But my whole thing is like, yo, in my city, like, I I know have not, I don't know a lot of these people, but I I know a few people and I just rather just stay out the way. Like and then you see the same people and then you wind up getting into an altercation with those people or whatever. Like so me personally, uh getting older is beautiful to me. And that's one thing. And the second thing is being in love and not partying all the time, that's okay with me too. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't need to be like, yo, I don't need to be having fun all the time. You know, I've, I've experienced Mm -hmm. that. I love, I I love to have a great time. I love to have nice parties and gatherings and stuff like that. But 
that's not what I want to be known as. Like, yo, like, yo, like, oh, he just like to have fun. Like, it has to, when, when is that cutoff date for... For a trip? Like, Never. No, I'm talking about fun. Like, yo, I'm just, that's all I care about is fun. Why? why? Okay, so if you have a mate and you guys are enjoying each other, why should fun be right. Are you just supposed to suck all that out? Like you're supposed to just no, I didn't feel say that. who you are to commit to someone? I, no, I don't feel like about, fun I'm should ever about, go away. I think you should find someone no, who D, loves. Yeah. I'm talking, D, I'm talking about your type of fun. <laughs> My type of oh, you know, weird, you know oh, what type oh, of fun I'm now. talking about. Yo, what? No, you type of fun? I take a lot of trips to a lot of places. It does not necessarily have to how do you how often do you travel um about probably are we talking about like recently i mean i think like last year i probably took about 20 trips yeah no lie because in October, I took four. And I took... Yeah. Alyssa, I, I went somewhere yeah. every month last year as well. But well right. That so, was, so what's the harm in that? What I'm saying is that don't, that may not... That may not, but... I I wasn't, for a party. It don't. And that is... That isn't... That, hey, I, I'm just saying this. Put it out there, you know. I was so my partner don't like traveling. I have a right to say thank you, but I don't want to subscribe to this lifestyle. Right. Right. You shouldn't be with that person. If they don't like to do do if they don't like to travel, cool. But you don't think 20 trips a year is excessive? Probably. I can narrow it down to like 15, 12. <laughs> See. <laughs> Okay, all right. Like this is just cut into my fun time. Like that's a lot. Like, okay, so I, I probably won't take as many trips for the next few months. Um, maybe in and out of Chicago, depending on work. So that is a necessity because if I'm traveling for work here and there, then that's fine. I don't know. How do you? How do you coexist with somebody? Like that? If you like, well, yeah. My ex was the exact same way, though. He was the exact same way. He traveled all the time. So it was normal. I think we may have taken four or five trips together throughout the year. And then the rest, we just did our own thing. Like, it was cool. It was respect. I mean, I understood that you don't want to stay in one spot, and you should feel the and understand the same thing about me. And sometimes I'm traveling for work, so if I'm traveling, you're gonna be mad. I, I travel for work. I know a million white male consultants do it every single week, and nobody bats an eye. But because it's an African American woman, then maybe I should sit down somewhere, right? Not quite. No, I don't, that's not that's not what I'm asking you to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you didn't say majority of your travel is for work. You were saying, like, oh no, like, last year it wasn't. It was just because I wanted to. It was fun. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, you were shaking your ass. No, I wasn't shaking my ass. I just go places. Like, I, <laughs> dang, I just can't even travel safely. Like, an example. <laughs> yeah, I can't even do nothing. Like, an example. I was at home and I was like, man, I want to go to a Cowboys game. So I was sitting at home on Thursday. I booked my tickets. I paid for my I paid for my flight. I paid for my uh, Cowboy game. I went and I kicked it in, in Dallas because I wanted to. Like, I just felt like I wanted to get out of the city. So I did. Like, stuff like that, I feel like I should be able to do. And I guess if I got a mate, that's a problem. Because why? I ain't sleep with nobody. I wanted to watch the game. I went to the game. I went hung out with my family afterwards. I came home. That's a problem. See? It's All not, my travel is not I mean, that way. Listen. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, do you do you? Well, I mean, I what's important right now? Are you saying is you and the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. I somebody is, that, that just the chemistry. No, somebody no, where the chemistry. No, 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 no. Because no. I said this in the beginning. You you didn't even hear me in the beginning clearly. If I meet someone and the chemistry is great, I'm not going to not recognize that person. Do I want to have fun now? Yeah. Absolutely, yes. But am I open to something else? I'm open, but I am not searching. I am not, oh my gosh, where is this? No, I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to enjoy but D, that's on the, And if that's somebody on the comes fence. along, that's not on the fence. That's, that's me saying, I'm not searching. I'm enjoying myself. But if something, like if, if it's a chance, Interaction that makes you know that means like great chemistry. You can't see it. You are not. You are not gonna see the dude. You not. Gonna Why see can't the you, video, man? No, you not. You just not. You can't. You can't say that because you like on the Casamigos, the red wine, all that. Like you like, nah, I'm having fun. Oh my you know? god. He like, hey, I'm trying to grab your attention, but you gonna be like, nah. Nah, I wouldn't do that. I'm not that person. Okay, so <laughs> you have to be in wifey mode. There's you have no to such be in wifey thing. mode in order no to be wifey chose. There's no what the fuck? <laughs> There's no such thing. So so a person who is not confident in herself, they can't go and enjoy and love no, her. No, no, no. Yes. Why see, does she be sitting at home, reading her, read her Bible, holding her little rosary beads, counting, <laughs> waiting on the moment for God to drop this Negro out the sky? Like what? If I if it's a chance encounter, I'm open to chance encounters. I open, I'm open to meet new people everywhere I go. Am I just somewhere like totally trashed and wasted and on and on demon time? No, I'm not. Sometimes I'm just going to enjoy the city, enjoy the food, enjoy maybe the brunch or something like that. So no, that doesn't mean that I. Oh my gosh, I'm over here turning up and my ass is always in the air. No, I'm a grown woman with grown children. Do I know how to have a good time? Absolutely. Does it always involve twerking? No, it does. I'm a woman of substance with multiple degrees and certifications. <laughs> I'm saying that I should be able to travel and enjoy my life while I'm living it. And if I happen to meet someone who wants to enjoy, enjoy life with me, 
I'm smart enough to recognize that. It's not you like you're not in wifey mode. You're not in wifey mode. There's no such thing. There is no such thing. What does that look like? Tell me what this is. This is so funny, man. You like you ain't at home baking cookies, so you ain't prepped and ready. Like what? What is this? You're not this is great. <laughs> you won't be ready until you do the oatmeal cookies, yo. Like that's just what it is. Oh my god! Listen, oatmeal cookies, okay. Listen, when you <laughs> the oatmeal raisin, oatmeal chocolate chip, like yo, when you when you in that space, then you gonna get chose. But you ain't in that space. You ain't gonna. You he ain't gonna come around because you're not in that place. When you get settled and content with who you are, and you be like, yo, like, all right, I'm chilling, I did that, then your king gonna come around. You you ain't found your king because you're king, around my king and on a flight, and you know, somebody else told me, you need to sit down somewhere. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. If, if I my, said you move, if you, my you, you move around, you moving around too much. That's all I said. I want him to move around. If if I if there is a problem with me going on trips and you are unable to join me, then maybe it's a you thing. Maybe maybe you need to switch up your career a little bit. My career allowed me to have long weekends as long as I'm able to do what I need to do. I take my computers with me everywhere. So with that being said, like I'm not if there's a trip somewhere and I want to go, I'm bouncing. Um, <laughs> but I just don't feel like wifey mode is a thing. It's it's a thing once you become a wife. <laughs> there's no I shouldn't have to prep for this beforehand. If I'm already if I'm already an accomplished person and I am an intelligent person and I already know how to cook and or clean and or do all those things. What mode do I need to get in? But I, think, I should be but praying and fasting for my husband. Thing. Oh, that's what it is. No, that's I, what it is. I, and then where I'm gonna meet this that. husband if I'm doing all that. <laughs> I'm saying is, the 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 what all I'm saying is like yo the the marriage start before the wedding. Like it don't no, it start doesn't. after you get married. Yeah, yes, it do. No, it yes, it do. I was watching this judge, Judge Tobert. You know the one Come who on does now. divorce court, and she said that the first meal she cooked her husband was after she got married. I think she's from Cleveland. She, she is, and she said, "Stop giving these men wifely duties without wifely rings." She said, "Stop doing it. Do not do it. It is not necessary." She, right. she said, there's no way a man is going to buy a cow he gets the milk for free. If you want me, and I mean that to you, and you get into that place with me, and we are communicating and connecting, and you feel like our vibe is something that meets, and our, we are able to grow together, there is absolutely no reason for me to be giving you free milk. I'm telling you what Judge Tober said now. She's from Cleveland. You know she's down for the call. Right, and her husband mm-hmm. is dead now. So, what type of wife is she? I hate you. Like, Why did you say that? I can't believe you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, 
Karen, you so petty. No, I don't say this. Listen, listen, all listen, all I'm gonna say is <laughs> Oh, you petty. Listen, first of all, shout out to her, man. I am I'm, I'm kidding. But you petty as hell. Kid, kid, that was a bad way to kid. But listen, that was so fucking wrong. You can get canceled behind this one. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Uh, you know what? You know what, D? You women drive me crazy because y'all sit up here and say that bullshit. Let a man say, well, you know what? I'm not taking you nowhere. And I'm not, mm-hmm. we're not going on no trips. And we're not going oh. out to the, everybody is presenting themselves to be chose for a lifetime or for a good time. So if you, if oh. nobody's providing each other, with this type oh. of energy, then what we did. What the judge told me. So the judge hey, said, the judge, "Stop, stop uh, giving, stop that, giving up, uh, wifely. Stop <laughs> giving up, wifely. Stop buying shit. Stop taking them places. No. Stop doing all no. this. And that he shouldn't. He shouldn't. He sh- don't. Don't do it. How do you know somebody's worth? You know what? How do you know what you did with If I if I know you can get up and go to work every day, and I know that you can fix a tire, your own, and I know that you can be available or be a good parent to your own kids, if you may have them, because I'm sure everybody at our age at least got one child. My point is, is that you shouldn't have to buy your way into anyone's life. You shouldn't have to provide your way. Because at this point, we 30, I'm 39, you 41. Baby, if they ain't got it, they don't even fucking want it. They should have the ambition by now. They should have the ability to to move up in their career by now. So you shouldn't have to feel at our big grown ass age that you should have to fly somebody out, that you should have to pay for somebody. Meal. I will dutch the shit out of somebody. If we're going for drinks, I will not mind. You and I have to, I'm not the person who needs to be kept. I make my own living and I'm fine with it. We can dutch. You can pay for lunch. I can pay for dinner. It doesn't. The point is, is that everybody should have their own bag. No one should be holding financial security over anybody as a reason to get married. Nobody should. You should marry your partner because that person is the person you want to do life with. Finances come and go. What about you marrying somebody that you are attracted to that you can't with? That's the shit I'm talking about. So, no. I'm listening to Jerry. How do you know that? How do you, how do you, how do you mm-hmm. know that with a person if you're not home to even understand that? I'm at, I'm not home. I'm out of town. You out of town. Well, how do you, how do you recognize if y'all right for each other? Huh? How do I recognize it? I like conversations. I like encounters. It's not like, oh, yeah, I'm but, out but, somewhere and I listen. I haven't met anyone. Yes, we can because well, I what? haven't. But if, 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 what? <laughs> but if you're not at home, uh huh. If you're not at home, somebody's gonna get bored, yo. Somebody's gonna be like, yo, this ain't for me. Mm-hmm. If, I, I if you always on the road and your if you always on the road, your spouse always on the road. Like somebody gonna find somebody else. Interest me and I'll stay home more. 
I'm on the road because I don't have anything in my life that makes me want to stay home. If I had something that wanted that made me want to stay home, I would travel a lot less. But in light of the fact that I'm I am able to be free and or outside, but I can respect a good conversation. I can take that time and sacrifice that time and not take that trip and spend it with that person. But if it's not interesting and I am not and the chemistry is not there, there is absolutely no point for me to alter any of my plans in my life. Mm. So if I meet somebody and we vibe and we have a nice little conversation, um, of course, the first thing I'm not going to say is, hey, you want to take a trip with me because it's just not what I do. Um, if I already have a trip planned, that trip is already planned. But if you want to go somewhere and we want to hang out or go to a coffee shop and talk, or I am not the person who has to take have to have expensive dates. I'm just not. We can just go out and have a drink, just get to know each other better, whatever the case may be. But if I'm vibing and I feel like there's something there, um, I'm still going to live my life because I'm not putting my life on hold for something that may or may not happen, but I am open to getting to know you. I am open to us possibly growing. And if we get to that point where we're spending more time together, more dates or this or that, yeah, I'll take a lot less trips if you want to spend time with me on the weekend. Yeah, maybe I won't fly to Miami this weekend. Maybe I should sit my ass in the house. I'm not, that's my point is that it's not, I'm not stupid about it. But if I meet something worth meeting, I don't mind giving the time. And I mean, this part, this part sounds better. Because earlier you were just like, yo, the nigga gonna die anyway. So I'd just rather just not even have nobody. I said, no, you were talking. You said we're going to die alone. I said, wait. Technically speaking, we're going to die alone anyway because we outlive men. Let's talk about numbers. You the one who said we were going to die alone. I said, well, yeah, that's true because the numbers are the numbers. The facts are the facts. We're going to outlive men. You said that. I'm going to be more healthy. <laughs> Listen, I'm more healthy single. I'm out. Yes, I'm out with my girl. I'm out living my life. <laughs> you ain't getting all this stress policy out of me. Nah, man. Because y'all can't cook anyway. Y'all can't cook. Y'all motherfuckers. Love the it. sodium. The fucking yeah. sodium intake. The, all, like, yo, man. Like, yo, it's bad. Y'all got, y'all was so busy. Y'all miss grandma's recipes. Mm-mm. My grandma cooked. My mama did all the cooking. D, I'm telling what? you, y'all dying breed, man. Y'all can't cook. I like, I don't know how many hot girl summers you're gonna have, D. Shit, this one about to be one, baby. <laughs> 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 no, but like, be right, be, be real with you, man. I have a kid, I mean, I have a kid that's college in college and a kid that's on his own. This is my first time like having the moment by myself. So I'm not no, I, think I, all, know. I think I think all I think all 40 year old women are in your position right now. If they're not married mm-hmm. or or got a man, they just like fuck it. I'm about to do it. Do what the fuck life. they want to do. I, and you should. You spent your whole life dedicating your life to your children, making sure they good, making sure they got today 
They love basketball practices, they AAU games, making sure they got to before and after school touring if they had it. Um, being a chauffeur on the Friday, Saturday nights while they went with their little friends. Girl, go outside. And if you inside waiting for your man, he ain't going to fall from the sky. Get your ass outside. Yeah. Enjoy I your think, life. That, I'm telling all but, of them. But I think that this <laughs> they don't hate me. I think I think the disconnect is I think um I think the dudes you know the 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 women been like you said holding it down and the dudes been running around doing what they doing but I think at this point like I'm more content though like I'm cool like I don't if people want to come over cool I'm cool with being at home by myself I mm-hmm. fire my grill by myself, you know, and I just kick it, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and chill. I read, you know what I mean. So it's just like, I do. And then if I want to, tra- you know what I mean. If I want to travel, I, I travel. But getting a, a, like you said, a woman of your stature to be like, you know, I sit at home too. And it's like nearly impossible. Yeah, you know. And that's not saying, and that's not, and that's not saying we're not gonna go on dates, we're not gonna have fun. But I'm talking about eighty percent of the time, we vibing at the crib, got a nice sound system, got you know what I'm saying, listening to music, and we kicking it like, where that, where that's at, where is it at? Uh, I ain't, uh, I ain't come across it here lately. Um, Where's that? Where's that? If everybody out at these corny ass bars drinking these expensive ass cut liquor, lounges, clubs, all that. (laughs) I'm in my house unless I'm on a trip. Now I'm in the airport a lot. Like we like, oh, I think in January I was gone every single weekend. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is February. I ain't went. Nowhere, y'all was gone every weekend in January. I went nowhere, but I went to Miami at the end of this week. I mean, end of this month, and I'll flee. Most of where March, most of where April. What? I'm outside. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't. If I don't if I meet anybody, and I, I literally am my homebody. I work from home. I'm at home all the time. I do not. I may go wine tasting or something like that. I may go to brunch occasionally. I'm in the city with a friend of mine, but. Generally speaking, I am in the house. So what breaks the monotony for me is a trip. And in fact, the matter the fact of the matter is that I've earned the right to be able to do this. So I do it. I'm already doing dealing with kids' tuition and this and that. If after all of that and putting things away the way they're supposed to be, I have the ability to go take a plane. And that's just the long and short of it. It makes me happy. So I want to do what makes me happy. I spent my entire younger years giving to other people. So now it's like, fuck them kids. Them kids in college. They grown. They they are, they are, they have access to me. They have access to my bank account. So I mean, like, why would I just sit in the house? (laughs) It's like, what is the point of this? For sure. But I mean, you, like you gotta, 
don't know. I, if if that's where you're comfortable at, are you going to be comfortable being there at fifty or sixty? In the house? No, I want I'm, my mates. No, I'm talking, I'm talking about living your. I'm talking about just on the go, because I think at at our age, you're a little mm-hmm. younger than me, but at our age, like I, I do want to experience a lot. And I do want to travel a lot because you can you can get around better. You can still run. You can still jog. You can still, you know, right. when you get 60, 65, you about to retire, like you ain't going to want to do as much. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you get that age and you don't have nobody, then what? Look, I don't have nobody. Y'all keep on telling me I'm not going to have nobody. I, I say, I, I obviously I ain't yeah. Obviously, you ain't got nobody. Right now, I mean, you. I mean, you ain't got nobody. You gonna be sixty without nobody too, huh? So what you gonna do? Who gonna push you around in your wheelchair? I have no problem with getting a wheelchair, bitch. Okay. That's great. My point is, is that I don't, and I hope that my hope for myself is that I am not in a space where I've not met anybody that I am compatible with. And it's, I mean, it's about compatibility. It's about chemistry. It's about work. I think that and should be on the forefront, though. The, fir- the front burner, not the back burner, though. It's not Maybe on the front somebody... burner because because you come across desperate. It's not, on, it's not on the forefront for me. It's not on the front. It's not. It's not there because... I'm not desperate for that. I would like to have those things, but am I still a whole person and a whole human without that ever happening? Yes, I'm still good. Am I still, does that make me any less of a woman or does that make you any less of a man if you don't find anyone that you actually want to marry? Listen. No, it doesn't. D, I've I'm been there before. Like that shit is work. I'm going to tell you like this, D. I, it'll be a cute little nurse. Happy to see Mr. Henderson before. <laughs> It'd be a cute little male nurse trying to feed Mrs. D. Let me tell you something. That's Mrs. D is already a cute little nurse. So <laughs> I'm already in the field. You tried it. <laughs> so come back with that one, boo. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no little bell, I'm telling you. Ah. Somebody right now ready to push me in a wheelchair. And wipe my ass. Oh, you go ahead. I ain't mad at it. I ain't ready for no wheelchair or to get my ass wiped. So I'm cool on that. I'm just saying. I, I'm just thinking about the future. You know. I'm thinking about it as well. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna be smooth. And I'm. And I'm not knocking your hustle. And I'm not knocking mm-hmm. your uh, your ability to travel around around the world. And and I want you to continue to experience and um, see new places. You know, and I, as well, all of them ain't new. Some of them I just go to over. Like I like Dallas, sure. I like Chicago. I go to them a lot. Like yeah, other day I, I had nothing to do. I went to Chicago and kicked it. I got, peeps. I got peeps. In, I got uh, family Dallas. in all them places though. Yeah. So like I got family in like those places. So it's easy for me to make a move and go and like I just don't want to feel like I don't feel like being in Columbus. I've been here for eight years. I'm ready to leave. So I'm like, I just don't feel like it. I'm going to leave. Kind of thing. Well, if you're going to move, I would say move to Houston. 
I'm moving to Dallas. Yeah, when are you moving there? Uh, the end of the summer. Yeah, I do want to. Um, I do want to start a travel group, but you got to be a. Uh, you got to have a. You got to be in a relationship. What? I'm just playing. <laughs> 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 nah, I play, I play, I play. But I do want to, I do want to start a travel group, and um, I wanna, I want people to, I want us black people to see a lot of things. Like I love traveling, you know what I mean. And I think, um, I think that's more, more, more of what I want to do. You know, f- far as like having fun. But I want somebody to experience that with too, though. And I want somebody to be like, you know, when somebody having a bad day and then you can sit up here and be like, well, well, remember we seen them kids and they were selling oranges by the highway or or they were saying that they (laughs) (laughs) No, some of the best trips I took were with with, um, my homegirls. I ain't going to hold you. Like I've taken cleaning bay trips and stuff like that, but like my where, the trips I where you go, where you go, home. where you go for bay trips? What was the best? Um, Cabo, I got engaged. Okay, I've been engaged okay. a couple times too. So yeah, look, I, I, I am yeah, I not a person who it's not. You got a problem with King Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> I got a problem with. I got a, I got a problem with I have a huge problem with finding that people are not deserving of being kept. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my that's what my problem is. But you tried it; it was cute. Hey, you know what? They, I see I see you was doing it like you know he I ain't he gonna give me this time. Like I know y'all yeah, got me good. Now my favorite trip was uh, I, I went. <laughs> you got me good like last time. Like oh you got your niggas. Oh oh that's who we are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, them ain't them ain't keepable. Some of them you just gotta go. Throw that fish back. You're like, I don't want it. No, throw it back, baby. And it's, and, and it's a lot. It's a lot of women that's not that's not worth keeping either. Though, let's be let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. There's a lot of women out here that ain't worth keeping. You're right. I I I've seen some. Some of the stuff I've seen is ridiculous. I'd be like, damn. That's what you wiped up? Okay. Where y'all registered? Let me go and send you a gift. <laughs> no, for sure. It, it happens. I mean, like, you know, but I, I enjoy being out. I enjoy taking trips. Because when I say outside, people think, oh, it's just trash. No, I'm it's not like I'm a woman that's 39 and I'm still out here trying to reclaim my youth because that ain't it. Because I'm still fine. I ain't got nothing to reclaim. So thank y'all for y'all coming and try to come at me on this post. <laughs> my point is is that like sometimes you just want to get out and enjoy life and enjoy a city outside of your own there are some people that even my kids grow up with kids that have never been outside of Columbus like a day in their life and I believe in like taking kids on trips and going places and doing things like that exploring like how can you do that if you've never left your city that's crazy to me like I people who I don't like planes what why not you know kind of thing so for me, I, I have a fear of heights. I do. I don't like the takeoff and or the landing, but I mean, I know I got to get there. So I do what I got to do. Yeah. But like, get outside of your space and your, 
your your normal element and, and go somewhere different and do something different. I like yeah. STEM. I love art. All of those things. I, nothing wrong with a good book. Nothing wrong with that at all. So, sure. I mean, like, it's just, it's about giving yourself culture. Expose yourself to something different. No, I, I, I like outside of that, like, just to add to that, because I agree with all that, it's just like, you know, you you actually see where you at on the totem pole, too, though. Like, you go to places, you know, just okay. say, just take Miami or just say Vegas, two famous places that everybody go to all the time. But you go down there and you like, and you look, you look at those condos like on the on the on the beach side, and them things a half a million dollars to to ten million dollars. Like you ain't nowhere near where you could possibly be. Mm-hmm. So so it make you go back to your home and say, I need to keep grinding. And Absolutely. if you go to those places and it's just about the entertainment, and you really not understanding like. This is a learning. I'm learning here. Like, you really ain't that nigga in your city. You really not as popular as you think you are. You know, you go to certain places and 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 you know, and dudes, you know, they got twenty, thirty thousand dollar checks, and these ain't no entertainers. You know, you recognize that you got a lot more work to do. And you're really not popping like you think you are. So it's an ego check. You know, mm-hmm. and so along with being an ego check, it also experience. And you look at people that's, that has less than you, homeless people or them poor kids and they trying to hustle or sell you whatever just to make a buck. Like you gotta be, you gotta appreciate your blessings as well. Like, man, like I'm I'm here. And a lot of people don't experience these type of things. So you got to take all that in stride. All of it. But you don't, you won't know that if you just, you that, you that, you that nigga in your neighborhood. Like, I don't even think I trust nobody that ain't never been on a plane. <laughs> like why? <laughs> like, like, I ain't get on. A, I ain't never been on a plane. Like they get the fuck away like, from what? me. You have, you have nothing <laughs> in interest that I want. You like no, nah, I'm, I'm not even. I'm not here for it. That's why I'm like, man, go somewhere, do something. Yeah, no. Yeah. But I see, and, and that's the same thing with people too that don't like to travel either. Like, man, ew, stay away from me. Like, like why are you sitting yeah, here in this yeah. same city day after day after day? Yeah, and, just, I, it's nothing wrong with loving your city, but damn, how do you know how great your city compares if you never see it, if you never see anything else? That's like them people who grew up and they think their mom was the best cook on earth and you ain't never had nobody else cooking. She probably wasn't that great a cook. You just ain't had shit else. That's all I'm saying. If you've only seen your city, how do you know how great it is compared to other cities if you've never been anywhere? Yeah, that's true. No. No, I'd be like, no, nah, you ain't you ain't never been nowhere at all? Okay. <laughs> Maybe you should take a bus first. 
You gotta ease them into the travel. <laughs> nah, like, uh-uh. nah, like, I, them, them type of people, like, who you just talking about? Um, and then the people that just, like, you know, like, like, if you're gonna be that way, cool. But if you're that type of person, and but all you do is talk about your problems or talk about everybody else's problems or make fun of people or talk about everybody else's flaws, man, that's the result of you not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And not living yeah, your own life. Yeah. So it's the result of that. It's the result of that. Like, so I don't know. D, how you feeling? Mm-hmm. You good? Feeling good. Pretty right. good. Yeah. We can end the show. <laughs> All right. Just <laughs> going on two so hours. For sure. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um we uh we fought a little bit. Um any uh any questions you, you got for me you wanna ask me? No, have any questions. I think we had quite a good discussion there. Yeah, for sure. A lot of food. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad I had you back on, of course. For sure. Yeah. So, but do you want people to follow you anywhere? Or that's not important? Um, no, that's not important. Okay. Oh, good. We're going to random D. Well, I don't know what I'm going to name the show. Oh, I think I may name it. I don't need no man. I think I like. I think I'm. I never. <laughs> I don't want That's no good. man. That's so funny. I ain't say none and, of that. And we yo, we gotta get some people to listen. You know what I'm saying? So we may have to name it that. I don't want no man. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> and we like she's so bitter. I ain't say none of that, y'all. I didn't say that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Well, thanks again, audience. This D, anonymous D. Um, <laughs> I guess she travel a lot, so she like anonymous D. You know, um, but I die. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm your host, Black Paco. Um, this is the Nuts and Guts podcast. We out. Peace. <laughs>